You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. And before we start this episode, I want to encourage all our listeners to please subscribe and rate our channel. We definitely appreciate that. Also, feel free to give us feedback. Like I said, all three of those things, we definitely appreciate it. I just want to start the show off and let you guys know. And um, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of real, Mr. Motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a play play. On the way. On the way, on the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take risks, cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way, on the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Miller, here with my co-host, Deanna Kent. Hey, everybody. And today will be a new, another super, super dope, valuable episode. And we have Ashley France. She's an entrepreneur, public speaker, CEO of ANF Consulting, creator of the DP Academy, and she's also a brand manager for Slim Jimmy. So welcome to the show. So much for having me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we've been we've been looking forward to this episode. So I think this is going to be a super valuable one for our listeners to uh, take some game from and they can apply it to their lives. So. The, yeah, uh, so you guys know I'm always ready to drop some gems. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's what we love. And the first question that we always ask our guests is, uh, what what was the start to doing all the things you're doing now? How did you get involved with all this, like the background? Okay, so in law school about in 2015, I actually started to be a natural hair influencer and build up my Instagram around that. So I used to create YouTube videos, um, work with natural hair brands. I still work with um, natural hair brands, just um, not as much as I used to. And I was building up my Instagram following, and people would always ask me, you know, how did I build my brand? How did I build my following? These were questions that I would get often. And I would help my friends who had businesses on the side as well in terms of developing their brand, giving them the tips on Instagram, et cetera. So I shifted Um, my Instagram to focus more on giving people, while including my influencer and lifestyle content, to focus more on giving people like branding and Instagram tips. Um, And I saw there was such a high need for that information, especially like entrepreneurs and creatives. So um, shortly after that, well, not shortly after that, maybe like a couple years um, after I graduated law school in 2017 is when I decided to start my consulting company. Oh man, that's 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 you can. And if you don't mind me asking, when you guys started on Instagram, was it like when Instagram kind of first came out, or like what was that time frame for you? Oh no, it definitely. So Instagram came out at least like six years prior to me becoming an influencer. So okay. it was still with Instagram, like the whole algorithm thing is like when I came in. So when they like missed, uh, mixed up like not having, 
timeline in order and things of that nature. Um, that's when I came in, and it was a little discouraging at first because I felt as though I wouldn't be able to grow as fast mm-hmm. because I came in on that latter end when Instagram decided to put in this crazy algorithm. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, that really didn't stop me growing and able to, you know, figure it out and grow my platform. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And a question I want to ask is because, uh, you know, like brand influencer is kind of like a, a, a real big term right now. And for a lot of it's it's still fairly new. And a lot of people, I feel they probably really don't understand like what that is and what that means. So in your opinion, what does right. a brand, what is a brand influencer to you? Well, an influencer is somebody that influences people that they interact with. Um, so, for instance, if you are using a product, if you're talking about um, a restaurant you're going to, a movie you're going to see, because of the influence that you have with your audience, they will take the time to go there or to buy it. So, brands hire me to post things on my social media because they know I've de- developed um, a rapport with my audience. Um, my audience, my followers, you know, they trust me, they trust the products that I post, etc. So they know if I post something on social media that people will look into buying it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that being said, like, what do you see the future of being um, a brand influencer like a few years from now? Do you think it's going to become one of those things that gets like oversaturated or do you think it's like still a lot of potential in it for people? Um, I definitely think it's still a lot of potential. It's just that people are weaving out the authentic people versus the people um, who lie about things. Mm -hmm. So whenever um, I posted tutorials, again, I don't really post tutorials as much, but with my videos, you could clearly see the effects that it has on my hair. Um, Whenever I post and get paid to post, I always post ads so people know that I'm getting paid to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, I never post... things that I, like, don't support. For instance, like, I would never be an influencer for cigarettes. Like, that's just, like, not something that I would support. Right. Um, so I feel like it's definitely, like, more move, more room for growth because if you notice in terms of, like, advertising, like, influencer advertising is, like, one of the top right now, and I definitely think there's more spaces for it to grow, especially with social media developing and other, like, platforms developing. I just think that people are starting to get wind of who's fake and who's not, and that's just going to weed out a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. And uh, A question I want to ask is, because I know you have your own companies and stuff, so what is A&F Consulting? Um, so A&F Consulting, it is a business and entertainment consulting company. Um, it focuses on helping people with social media strategy, brand development, and event sponsorships. We actually just converted our three p- pillars recently. Um, ANF stands for my initials, Ashley Nicole France. Okay. I wanted to include something of my name, like in my company, but I didn't want to put Ashley in there. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that's what that stands for. Okay, that's dope. And uh, is your service like? Is it a specific, is it like a criteria for people that you uh, service or is it like open to like anybody that's trying to build up their brand? Um, It's open to pretty much anybody who tries to build up their brand. Um, I work with, um, I work with influencers, entrepreneurs, business owners, artists, Mm -hmm. Um, just with, for me, with consulting, we do offer services where we actually implement like services for our clients, but just my biggest thing is that you know, my client is putting in just as much as I'm putting in. Right. Um, when it comes to, like, managing social media, of course, 
you know, you have to get the login information, you have to be in contact with the client, get, get stuff approved, set up photo shoots, set up, you know, X, Y, and Z, and obviously that takes some type of effort on the client's end, communication, et cetera. So whenever I'm looking, um, or not looking per se, but accepting new clients, definitely, um, you know, discussions of like the type of work that they want to put in and commitment is, you know, one of the first things that we talk about because, you know, I can't really do anything if you don't, you know, show up to your photo shoot or <laughs> if um, you're not giving me the proper login or, you know, X, Y, and Z. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what, what would you say is the most important thing with building a brand on social, me- social media for the people that's like trying to grow their brands? Um, be consistent is the biggest thing. Uh, right now with Jimmy, his content is amazing because he just has millions of people that like love him for just doing whatever. Right. Um, so in terms of creating content, it's not super hard. Um, but it, he was inconsistent. Uh, he would, it would be days where he wouldn't post, um, which is understandable because he's busy, you know, on tour, he's a dad, so he just really didn't have time, and, like, that's where I came in, um, and just, you know, doing subtle changes and making sure he's consistent, I increased his impressions by four million in less than two weeks, um, so consistency is really, really, really important, Mm. and along with being consistent, providing valuable valuable content to your audience, so, Mm -hmm. for instance, for him, his valuable content is entertaining people, he's an entertainer, so not only showing his music stuff, but... Um, he's just a really funny, goofy person. So, you know, making funny videos, doing things like the bottle cap challenge and, you know, ex- talking to his um, audience online, et cetera. For me, the value, the value that I bring my audience is information. So it's branding, it's Instagram, it's, you know, things about entrepreneurship, et cetera. Um, so when a lot of people get confused or where they um, lack when it comes to building their, uh, their Instagram and their brand is not providing value right, right. Um, and that's one of the reasons why it's hard for certain people to sell things on Instagram I know you guys saw an article about an influencer who couldn't even uh, sell 26 shirts right well you know her content really didn't provide that much value to people to the point where they would even want to buy from her right um, so that's super important I always tell people the foundation in terms of you know building your brand on social media is consistency and good quality content um, another thing when it comes to building your brand, I say, is on and offline exposure. So as we do focus on, you know, building your social media online presence, I also think it's super important to connect with people offline. Um, the Internet allows you to reach more people that you may never meet in person, but making those interpersonal connections with people offline and having those intimate settings with your audience is super important as well. So we always stress um, not only building your brand online but you know the offline exposure of going to events meeting your followers connecting with people etc that's 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 interesting and i will we definitely want to have this conversation because i know our our listeners i know they really like this is the part they probably really really want to tune in on because a lot of people right now they really trying to build up their brands they don't really know how they don't really know like the different tips and tricks and stuff but like speaking on the because uh, I feel like you have to understand from my point of view, you have to kind of understand each platform and like their own. You know, each platform got different algorithms and stuff like that. So right. So for like uh, Instagram, my question to you is, what is the Instagram algorithm and how can someone? I don't want to say beat it or trick it or anything, but how can someone just perform well on the algorithm? Um, so 
Okay, so Instagram, when you first post something on your feed, I'm going to start with feed because a lot of people think all your Instagram is is like your feed and that's not the case, but I'm just going to start there. Right. When you mm-hmm. post something, Instagram shows your content to a small number of your followers. Right. And they kind of look to see how your followers yeah. are receptive to that content. Right. And if it does well, then Instagram will show it to more of your followers. Um, if it doesn't, then it won't show it to a wide range of followers. Now, ways to kind of get around that, knowing that things aren't in order and that they're not showing it to a lot of your followers in general, is using hashtags. Um, hashtags are the only way for Instagram to, I mean, only, I'm sorry, for people who don't follow you to see your content. Mm-hmm. Um, so using the proper hashtags is great. Um, and when you land on hashtag like popular pages, that's even better. Your engagement can increase and people will see your content over and over again. For instance, I still get engagement on content that I posted in February because of my hashtag. Okay. Hashtags are basically like the new white pages. Like people search them for any and everything, mm-hmm. whether it's looking for a hairstylist, nail tech, you know what I'm saying, clothes. Um, information, etc. People search hashtags and people follow hashtags. So it's super important that we're utilizing the proper hashtag for people to find us that we want. Um, another way in terms of, I guess, beating the algorithm, your um, followers can share your content to their story. And, and again, this goes back to providing consistent and valuable content. Um, I get at least 40, 60 shares like on all my posts. Um, when it comes to, you know, when I'm posting information or motivational quotes, and you think that those 50 people only have 500, you know, followers, that's still like 40, 50K people that are seeing your content. So that's another way um, that Instagram, well, you can kind of like beat the Instagram algorithm is, you know, your followers sharing your content to their page. But again, that's only going to happen if you're providing valuable content. Um, and then another thing people really don't realize with Instagram is that they have so many different channels and tools. So they have Instagram story, Instagram live, DM, comments, likes, um, call feature, et cetera. If you go on your insights page, it shows you all the things that Instagram calculates when it comes to your impressions and your engagement. And people really don't utilize all of that. Um, whenever I'm going live consistently, my engagement and my sales go up. Um, so utilizing live, Instagram story, IGTV, and my feed in conjunction all together, your your engagement will increase tenfold. Mm, that's 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 a uh, that's good info right there. It's, and I also seen you, <laughs> I seen you uh, on Twitter. You spoke about uh, size matters when it comes to hashtags, and it was a very interesting uh-huh. uh, piece that you put out. So do you mind explaining that more? Yeah. So when it comes to picking hashtags, um, it's important to look at the size of it. So when you're using a hashtag, you don't want to use a hashtag that's too small where nobody will see your content, right? The whole point of it is for people who don't follow you to see your content. And on the other side, you don't want to use hashtags that are too big um, where people, your content will get lost. And when I say too big, that right. all depends on your engagement and your following. So, for instance, with my following and engagement, I can use hashtags within the million because my, my engagement is so high that I'm able to, um, you know, keep up with the other posts. Right. But if, you're, if you have a smaller following, you're not going to be able to and it's going to get lost. So it's super important that you are actually paying attention to, you know, the size of everything and making sure that it's not getting lost 
um, in the realms of it or that nobody's seeing it. Okay. So I know a lot of people say you should get um, hashtags that are in line with your niche. And I notice a lot of people don't even know what a niche is or how to choose one. So is do you have any like tips or advice for um for choosing a niche? Yes, yeah, so I tell people this took me a really long time to kind of figure out what my niche was in terms of what I wanted to focus on. So definitely take the time and sit down and figure that out. It may not happen overnight. Um, but once you narrow in on what you want to focus on it just makes things so much easier. So, for instance, with me, my company will be two um, in December, and I'm just now focused, like figuring out what I want to focus on. So, when we first launched, my company was offering, you know, services for like registering business contracts, social media, like twenty different things. And my friend was telling me, you know, you need to narrow it and focus on something because. You want to be known for, like, one or two things. If not, it's going to be confusing, and you can't really be an expert in 20 different things off the bat. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't understand that. It took me a while to, like, really, really understand that and focus on that because because people would say, you know, okay, what does she really do? Because she's posting about 20 different things. Um, So it's definitely, like, a trial and error process. But once you, like, figure it out, like I said, it just makes things so much easier. You know things you want to do, things that you don't do. so it's just kind of a process of figuring out what you're really passionate about, what you're good at, and what you want to focus on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that, make a, that make a lot of sense. And uh, what what do you think are the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to their brand, the things that they do? Um, biggest mistakes when it comes to their brand, like on specifically like on social media. Oh, um, people put too much information out there that they don't have to. So, like with me, I only put out to the world what I want to put out. Now, granted, a lot of my followers tell me that they feel like they know me and that we're friends, even though I've never met them in real life. Um, And that is because I do put out my personality, and I'm a very transparent person. So all the information that I put out on social media, I'm very transparent about everything that I put out. But at the same time... um, you don't know my personal life. Now, when I was in a relationship, I was posting um, my boyfriend because I was in a relationship. But, you know, in in between time, you don't really know, um, you know, who I'm dating. You don't know too much information about my family. Mm. You know, you don't really know too much information about where I live. Um, whenever I go out places, I really don't post my location um, because of, you know, safety reasons. Like, mm. I'll even have people. I'll have people, like, come up to me and tell me, you know, they follow me on social media and things of that nature, uh, which is still something I'm getting used to. But I'm just really cautious about crossing that line, and I think that's what messes a lot of people up. Like, you can definitely post about who you are and what you do, but it does need to be strategic. You don't want to slip up and post some information that you'll regret. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the biggest things is people just over, you know, oversharing and not really um, establishing that line. Um, another thing I would say with social media is that people don't engage anymore. Um, a lot of people mm. feel as though when they get to a certain level that they don't have to respond to comments, they All don't right. have to respond to DMs. And granted, you're not obligated to talk to anyone, but the whole purpose of social media is to engage and interact with people. Um, and I feel like that's one of the reasons why I built such a strong following because throughout this whole process, I you know respond to DMs, um, go live when I can, 
um, answer comments, etc. You know, I tell people Gary Vee has over like what eight million followers, and he responds to his comments. So mm-hmm. you have the time to do the same. Um, so I definitely think that's where people mess up. Yeah. Um, and then also with your brand, just sticking true to who you are and yourself and your brand identity. Um, a lot of people get lost in the sauce when they're like building their brand and always tell them to, you know, clearly I'm a big pen and paper person. So write out like what is your brand identity what, and like stick to that. All your content and what you're posting um, should be aligned with your, you know, brand identity. And thankfully for me, you know, the brand that I'm building is around myself. I don't really have to try hard because I'm literally just being who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm literally just putting out content, you know what I mean? Like, being myself and who would attract, who would attract, who doesn't like it, you know, I really don't care. Um, but I just know who I am and all the content that I'm putting out is authentically who I am and right. aligns with the brand identity that I'm creating. Right, right, that's real. And I'm glad that you brought up, uh, like, interaction and engagement because I feel like a lot, of, a lot of times people forget that I mean, the it's cool to have a lot of followers, but the, I feel like the key is with this is having a lot of interaction as well because you could you uh-huh. you'll see you'll see people on Instagram, Twitter, they got a hundred thousand followers, and you go down there and feed their timeline, and their engagement is minimal. It's like if anything, they probably got like one comment, a couple of likes. You're like, oh, how you got all these followers, but you ain't got no engagement. So I think a lot of people got to keep in mind that. Uh, engagement interaction is like the the like probably like the most important thing but what what is you could go you go you got it no i was gonna say sorry um exactly i agree i tell people like you can't expect people to support you if you don't support them or you can't expect people to comment if you don't respond like nobody is obligated to like your thing nobody's obligated to comment but people are taking their time out to interact with you the least you can do is respond especially when it comes to you know if you're a business owner and selling things like you can't Mm -hmm. expect people to buy from you or you know to spend their money on whatever it is you're selling and you can't even respond to a comment like that just doesn't make sense facts facts and what what do you what do you think is the uh key so say, let's say someone, they listen to this and they want to know, like, man, how do I get my engagement better? Like, how do I get more engagement? I mean, like, what do you think is the uh, key to that? Um, like I said before, posting consistently, post mm-hmm. valuable content on your feed, um, engaging with people, interacting with people. Um, that's, like, the biggest thing. And then really utilizing all the different channels, your Instagram story, your IG Live, mm-hmm. IGTV, um, and have building real genuine relationships and conversations with people. Like I've built real um, rapport with a lot of my followers, and that's one of the reasons why I have consistent returning customers. Like no matter what I put out, people are going to continue to buy because, you know, whenever they have questions in the DMs, I answer. Whenever they have questions on comments, I'm continually giving out new and valuable information on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's super dope. And like... I want to ask, like, I'm trying to think how to uh, how to word this, because in my in my opinion, with social media, no matter the platform, I feel like the 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 it's three main things you have to do to like build an audience or build a brand. You either got to be like entertaining in some way, whether that's making a fool out of yourself or being entertaining in a good way, being informal, giving information, or inspiring. I feel like if it's not one of those three, yo, you probably not gonna have a good chance of success of building a brand what do you think about that um 
I agree. I think another way you you can well you said inspiring, so I guess yeah. that kind of falls in line with what I was gonna say. Emotion. Mm. Um Okay. Yeah, I like that. Emotion is really big when it comes to um, especially getting people to buy from you. Mm. So I definitely think there has to be some aspect of emotion of like how you make people feel um, mm. on social media as well. But I definitely think those categories is what most people fall under. Um, and I definitely think it could be, you could fall under more than one. So for right. me, I'm more, inf- I'm informational, but you know, I post motivational quotes and I post my journey and my story as well. Right. That's, that's, that's super dope. Another thing I want to ask is, what is the DP Academy? Um, okay, so the DP Academy is a new brand slash venture that I started. Um, DP stands for Digital Products, and I've been selling. For those who don't know, digital products are courses, ebooks, templates, etc. Basically, things that you can, um, you know, intangible objects with information that you can buy. And I've been selling digital products for over two years. It's a great way um, to create passive income, especially if, you know, clientele is a little slow. I would tell people all the time, um, when I didn't have clients, digital products was the only way I was able to pay my bills. And I noticed that a lot of other entrepreneurs aren't utilizing this. Um, Mm -hmm. All you need to do is basically just take the knowledge that you have and, you know, bundle up and sell it to your audience like it's super simple it's one of the easiest ways to create passive income and i realized a lot of entrepreneurs weren't taking advantage of this because they didn't know they didn't know what it was they didn't know they could sell it they don't have any of the resources um i was looking online there's no you know really platform or resources for people to learn about digital products so that's why i created this academy to provide people tips and information to learn about digital products and start selling it on their own. So we are, um, we provide a course to teach you how to um, create and sell your digital products. And we also offer um, a digital product creation service where we create um, a digital product ready to sell for you in two weeks. Wow. So this is something that just, yeah. So this is something that I just started, um, I want to say maybe two weeks ago. Uh, I'm happy at the, you know, amount of followers and engagement we're kind of already getting. Um, but this is definitely something that I'm trying to scale up um, and grow because, like I said, this is definitely uh, an area and a lane that no one has really tackled, and there's not a lot of information on the Internet about digital products. So wow. I'm super excited about this venture and, you know, teaching people more about how to make passive income. Right, right. And what was what was some of the uh, examples of digital products you said again? Um, so ebooks, webinars. Courses, PDF downloads, guides, checklists, templates. Wow, that, that, things that, yeah, you can pretty much do anything. That's that, like, but it's so it's still like mind blowing. Even though these this is not like I don't want to say like super new, it's still kind of mind blowing to me. And like, it's like people like you that's doing these things, and just it's crazy that you can just like have a living just doing stuff like that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's, 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 yeah. that's crazy. That's, that's, that's crazy to me for real. But it's super, super, super dope though. And that's, uh, yeah. that's like some of the, I don't want to say benefits, but that's like as a, as a brand influencer, when you, when you create that, those platforms, you could do things like that. Maximize your brand to the fullest. Exactly. Cause a lot, a lot of people, like, I feel like some people probably might hear this episode and still be like, okay, so Bill, like, What's the benefit of me becoming, if I did all this, what would be the benefit of me becoming a brand influencer or something like that? And what would you say to people that that 
ask questions or think like that? Um, one side of it is that, you know, you're able to influence a group of people for the better good. Mm -hmm. Like I tell people, you know, I'm able to help people. I have like clients, customers in like Brazil, UK, like all these, um, Lagos, all these other countries. And I'm able to like help them and give them information. Like to me, that's no better, you know, you know, job or thing to do. Like I'm literally able to wake up every day and post on my platform and help another black owned business and give them information to make more money and to thrive. So I always feel like if you have any type of influence, whether big or small, you should use it to help people mm -hmm. and provide something valuable for them um, to lead better than what they came. So that's definitely like one aspect of it. Um, another aspect, being an influencer, I'm able to leverage that with brands and events. So for instance, like Super Bowl weekend was in Atlanta. Um, I got booked as talent because of my followers. So I was able to go to all the exclusive Super Bowl events. Um, I was able to do campaigns with Bumble and Pepsi. Um, I'm able to, you know, just get access to like sponsorships for any events that I throw. Um, I'm able to get products, obviously get paid to post on my social media, get paid to go to events, etc. So there's definitely, you know, that personal gain when being an influencer, I tell people, for instance, like Drake, that new private jet that everybody saw, right. he never paid for. Right. Um, the company gave it to him because they know the type of influence that he has and that people will go out there and try to buy a jet like his. Um, right. So it's definitely a leverage um, in my pocket being an influencer. Definitely. And I like that you said that because it's like, I've really been noticing, like, you, like if you're watching, let's say, for example, the BT Awards or something, like, you see brand influencers and social media personalities, like, um, having a little speaking time or, you know, presenting awards now or just, like, a whole bunch of, like, different things. Like, yeah. you really see, or um, getting appearances in movies, especially the ones that do um, comedy and stuff like that, is definitely a wave going on right now where they're, I don't want to say it's, like, is not just limited to celebrities anymore. Like, brand influencers and um, social media personalities are really, like, getting a lot of opportunities out here these days. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to, uh, this is kind of a question I want to ask because uh, I have this conversation often. Like, how I see it is, I feel like brand influencers pretty soon are going to be, like, like, I talk to one of my friends, I always say, like, like entrepreneurs we the new we the new rappers and i'll tell people that and they'll laugh like and they like not really understanding what i mean i don't mean like not like literally like a rapper but i mean like we have to carry ourselves like the artists because we like we are the cool right now really like that's the crazy uh -huh. how crazy it is but that's the truth like we the cool right now so you got to kind of carry yourself as such as far as like putting out you got to treat your content like a rapper treat the music putting out the content consistently good quality content because another conversation i was having yesterday was like the dopest part about making high quality content is you can redistribute it years later and still benefit the same way with the same profit and all that and for people who might hear that and not understand or don't believe what i'm saying you could just look at companies or or companies like jordan it's a reason he can release the same shoe for a hundred years straight because <laughs> the content is is great and it's, it, it gives that emotion, nostalgic feeling. And he can redistribute it all the time. The same for movies. Like, Lion King is coming out right now. That first movie. When did that movie come out? Like, the 90s or something? Yeah. And they about to make the same. Yeah. They, they about to make the same killing they made the first time, probably. This mm -hmm. time. And it's the same thing. But, you know, a different form. 
that's the that's the dopest part about making quality content. I feel like that's on a big scale, but I think that applies to entrepreneurs as well. Like what you're doing, Ashley, like you will probably be able to repurpose some of this content you put out right now, 20 years from now, and still benefit. You know what I mean? So that's like that's like so crazy, but like super, super dope to me. Like it's crazy how much opportunity is out here now. That's why I hate when I hear people complaining about stuff because I'm like, yo, the, the opportunity is crazy out here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just yeah. Want, <laughs> I wanted to say that uh, real quick. Did you, did you have any thoughts on that or or no? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I just talked about this. Um, what was it like? Two, uh, maybe like two weeks ago. Because um, I posted a photo on my Instagram that I actually took over a year ago, exactly. and I was telling people that in terms of creating content, you want to think long term, mm-hmm. and your content should never expire. Exactly. You should be able to use, like you were saying, like photos or information years from now, um, because you shouldn't con- consistently be in a phase of creating stuff like oh I have to create new content oh I have to create new content every single day that's just exhausting right. so whenever you are actually creating content and developing things you should you know think about it and take the time to think long term um, how you can use this content so it's funny you say that because I actually <laughs> talked about this like, um, a couple weeks ago yep, yep. it's so, creating 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 timeless content and I feel like once once people understand that concept and they uh take that concept your content your content will become 10 times better because you have in mind that you're trying to create something that's five years from now you can still post it and it'll still be dope it'll still be uh relevant to whatever's the time you're in so what i was gonna ask is um i know every each social media platform offers something different to its um users but what would you say is the best social media platform right now for doing business? Um, it depends on your market. Right. <clears throat> so I think all social media platforms actually are beneficial. Um, there's some people who, someone was just telling me this today, um, not today, I'm sorry, last week about Pinterest, and they were telling me about um, if you like pin your courses every week, you could get sales from Pinterest. And mm-hmm. I don't really know much about Pinterest. I have one, but I don't really use it. Um, so they sent me a course to look at it. Um, Facebook is still valuable. Um, you have Facebook groups. So I think it just depends on, like, what you want to sell your audience and what you want to focus on first. But I definitely think all of the platforms um, are beneficial. I just say focus on one at a time then move to the next one. So, for instance, for me, I focused on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's super valuable. And then someone was telling me, you know, Twitter was telling me about Twitter. And I definitely was kind of like, eh, at first. But you're able to grow faster on Twitter mm-hmm. um, because they don't have, like, a crazy algorithm. So now that's my next thing is really focusing on Twitter and growing my Twitter platform. Then after that, um, I really do want to focus on growing on LinkedIn, I feel like because all of, like, the big hitters and corporations are there and you can, you know, post different articles and I think now you can go live on LinkedIn um, and then maybe next I want to maybe try to go back to YouTube or Pinterest. So I definitely don't think um, necessarily one is better than the other, uh, but I think it kind of just depends on, like, your business, you as a person, and then just focusing on one at a time if you would have asked me maybe last year i would say instagram and i still Mm -hmm. kind of feel like instagram is like a little bit above everybody else but i definitely think 
there's ways for you to prosper on, you know, all the different social media platforms and utilize multiple channels. I always tell people, like, don't just use one channel. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, they just may use Instagram or just may use Facebook, but there's so many different people on all these different social media platforms. Like, my followers on Twitter are different than my followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, how I connect with them, how I get content is different. Um, but it's still, I'm still providing value. So it's super important that, you know, you're utilizing multiple channels so different people can find out about you, connect with you, et cetera. Man, that, that's that's real. That's super real right there because th- that's like each platform is very different. The way you communicate, like you said, is different. Like, and and if you're not on there and trying to understand it, you kind of going to miss Because I remember when I first got on Twitter, I was treating it as it was... It, as if it was Instagram mm-hmm. and it, it uh like it wasn't working. So I'm like, I had to adapt and understand Twitter for what it is. And I'm like, Oh, and the thing about Twitter is, it's e- like you said, it's easier to get followers on there, but it's, it's like, you know, it's just like anything else. It's a science, it's a science behind it. But it's, it's it, the only reason it's easier is because you don't have to like, you know, Instagram, you got to actually have like videos, pictures, yeah. you know, you could be in your bed on Twitter all day and just, you know what I mean? Post, right. <laughs> but Instagram isn't necessarily, it's not going to work like that. You really got to be like, and you know, kind of cre- being creative with it, doing stuff. Because that's what people, mm-hmm. that's what it's for. People want to see this stuff. And uh, my, I had another, I had a uh, question of, about Instagram for, because I know it's probably going to be some people that want to hear this. I mean, they, they hear this and they're going to be thinking, probably starting from like ground zero or whatever. What would your advice be to the person that's just starting like if they was creating a page right now and they're trying to build it up? Um, it would be to provide value first. Like that's what I was starting with the DP Academy. Like I said, it's only been up for like a week or a week and a half and I have what, 58 followers right now? Mm-hmm. It's to provide value. So all on the page right now, I'm just giving infor- free information away about digital products. Like you need to educate people mm-hmm. on what it is that you're doing and why they need it. So it's super important that you're providing value and be clear on what it is that you do. I feel like a lot of times I'll go to people's profiles and be like, what do they do? Um, And utilize, you know, the resources, you know, Instagram has like in the bio clearly say this is a, a marketing agency. We provide, you know, public relations services. This is how you get in contact, like simple stuff like that. You'd be surprised. A lot of people don't have and turns people off like, why is it taking me 30 minutes to figure out how to book with you? Why can't I find your website? Like, why? You know what I mean? Like, for, you know, nail techs, why can't I find... Well, for me, I don't have my pricing on my my website. That's a personal choice. But for things like hairstylists and nail techs, why can't I find your pricing? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. things like that. So just those little things really do make a difference and go a long way, and people do pay attention to that. And those are things that they decide if they're going to spend their money or not. So all those little nuances, make sure to pay attention to that and just continue to put out information and provide valuable content, and your following will, you know, grow itself. And then obviously utilizing things like influencer marketing, Mm -hmm. um, ads when you get to a certain point. I think when you're first building a page, you shouldn't use ads. Because people are, again, if you haven't built up a repertoire, content, et cetera, it don't matter how many ads they see, people aren't going to buy from you. So it's super important, um, like I said, to put out information. Influencer marketing is great because you're literally just utilizing an audience somebody already built. 
um, and you already know that that like fits in with your with your target audience. So I would definitely suggest utilizing that as well. Um, be consistent, post high quality content. I know it sounds so cliche, right. or like, uh, that's all you say. And I felt the same way when it came to building my following. Like, okay, there has to be something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that is, that's really what it is. Yeah, because I think I think some people just like anything else when you say. Cause I was, it's weird. I was just having this conversation with somebody else too. I'm like, I'm like, the cliches are the cliches for a reason. Like, uh-huh. as 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 corny as they might sound, or as like, man, whatever, you just saying this old cliche. It's the it's it's a cliche for a reason because it's it's true. So I feel like some people might hear you say, uh, just make high quality content and be like, man, because they might be expecting to hear some secret formula that they never heard before. Like, oh, that's how you do it. like some tricks, but <laughs> it's really. Build high quality content. It's it's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And don't get me wrong, like there's strategies. Like I do produce products that teach you like engagement strategies, hashtags, etc. But I tell people if your foundation isn't there, it's like building a house. It doesn't matter how nice your furniture is, what accents you have, etc. If the foundation is there, the house is gonna crumble. So mm. same thing with your profile. I can give you all of the tips. I constantly post all of my guides courses, etc. But if you're not posting consistently, if you're not posting good content, like, then it doesn't matter. Facts. Mm-hmm. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to hear, um, that it's not like you have to put in the work. Like, it's not just, you know, taking a selfie. It's not just, you know what I'm saying? Like, taking cute photos. It's all strategic. Like, when it comes to my content, everything is planned out. There's a reason, for instance, that post I posted, I post on my Instagram, size matters. Like, obviously, there's a reason I use those particular yeah, words. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know. It gets people to be like, what is she talking about? Let me yeah, read the rest of it. I know. That's exactly what's the whole point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, you just need to make sure that you're actually taking the time out and being strategic um, <laughs> about what you put out, the information that you want, and the type of people that you're trying to attract. That's real. That's real. Because when you like, like you just mentioned about the uh, the hashtag post, you know, when I when I first seen it, because you had it in all caps, size matter. So I'm like, wait, I know she ain't talking about what I think she's talking about. <laughs> that's the right. So I'm like, let me let me let me three. I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> oh okay, I see what's going on. But that was like that's that's a brilliant that's a brilliant strategy though, because because most people that that they, they, they like get their attention. Cause like they say, uh, I was talk, I was talking, I was talking to someone, and he was saying how you pretty much you got three seconds to catch their attention, and after if you don't catch their attention within that three seconds, they scrolling or they doing whatever. They not they not paying attention to whatever you put out there. So that's that 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 what you did right there that caught my attention within the first half a second of just seeing those. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that that was that was uh that was very smart. Like you said, how those strategies be uh so I feel like a lot of people right now, they like they just paying attention to like other people that they that they see stuff working for other people and they they kinda try to like uh emulate it in a way. And then it don't end up working for them. And then they kinda like, damn, well what, what's going on? why this not working? So at the end of the day, you gotta what like how, how do you feel? How do you even feel about? Uh, Cause you will even hear some influencers say uh, like uh, I know Gary Vee used to say a lot like 
kind of he'll say like do what I do or something like that. Not like not like literally, but in a sense like just watch what I do and to kind of like do your thing in your own way. What do you think about that? Um, I definitely what Gary says that he means in terms of like his strategy with content. Right. He actually has something online where he shows you how he took an hour conference and split Chopped that up, up into eighty five pieces of content. I haven't looked at it yet, but I definitely um want to. So I think that's what he means. Mm-hmm. And be like him in terms of being himself. So right, for instance, right. he has a couple of interviews that people be like, Well, you curse, like you have people watch well. I feel like most people don't because of the type of information he provides. But <laughs> she said, um, you know, you have, like, younger people watching you. Or a woman was like, why do you curse so much? And he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is that. how I am. Yeah. I'll and that. he was like, this is how I get up my point across. And this is, you know what I mean? Who I, like, this is who I am. And I had I actually had a recent consultation call with someone about their content. And, you know, she was t- telling me, well, you know, I don't have time to, like, beat my face every day, like, on my social media, or, you know, I'm a little bit more conservative, and I was like, that's perfectly fine, I never, I tell people all the time, I never want you to be me, you know what I'm saying, like, my taste is so effortless, because I'm being myself, you know, I curse, I have red hair, I wear crop tops, you gonna see me drinking, you may see me smoking hookah, but you gonna get these gems too, you gonna hear, (laughs) you see my goofy self, you'll see me on live with my scarf on, you'll, you know what I'm saying, like, this is who I am, Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna change, and because of who I am, I attract my audience and my tribe, you're not gonna attract your tribe if you're trying to be somebody else, Um, so I would never tell anybody to be me, I would just say, look at my framework, look at my blueprint, and follow that. Mm. And my blueprint is provide value and be yourself. Man, I, I agree. I, I agree with that a thousand percent. Because you will see, like today, today uh, in this area right now, you will see so many people on social media. You could like, it's so easy to tell the people who uh, social media presence don't match okay. their real. It's not authentic. It don't match who they really are. So they they might not be able right. to, they might not be able to think like they might not be able to notice it like they they might think they got people fooled or whatever but people they can realize like man even if I don't know you personally I could just tell like this not even you like you 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 uh modeling your stuff after someone else so I agree with you saying a hundred percent at the end of the day you do have to uh be yourself as cliche as that sound again as cliche as that sound you really gotta be yourself and just just uh, focus on that and just building up like that. So, I'm uh, that's super, that's super dope that you said that. And uh, only got only got a couple couple more questions for you. You already, t- I, I wanted okay. to ask you about ads, but you 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 already kind of uh, touched on it. touched on it a little bit because that's a that's another uh thing that people always talk about saying like uh some people will say, you know don't don't really put out ads. And then some people will be like, "Yeah, just use those ads, use them up, or whatever." But so you are you. So you basically you form, but you form after you already built like a platform, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I'm here. Influencer marketing is great. Like I tell people, before you hire an influencer, just make sure that they actually get engagement and mm-hmm. that their target, their following, is your target audience. So, for instance, like some people will say, like, "Oh, I'm just going to hire like." Um, Okay, I'm just going to use Black China because I went to her event yesterday. I'm going to hire Black China to post something about X, Y, and Z. Well, look at who is her audience. You know what I'm saying? 
like Shonda has a lot of males that follow her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, does your product kind of like cater to them? Like, think about who their following is before you hire them. Don't just hire them mm-hmm. um, because they have a lot of followers. So do your research on mm-hmm. that as well as their engagement um, in terms of influencer marketing and like influencer ads. When it comes to ads, like like I said previously, just make sure you actually have content before you do it. I have not used like ads. Um, this is something that I'm going to like try to start doing now, but I'm going to try to do more so retargeting ads, which I think is like the best form. So basically, instead of just pushing my content in front of people, I'm pushing it in front of people who've already engaged with my store. So mm-hmm. I'm taking a course that someone actually gifted me this week, and I'm going to try to start doing, you know, retargeting ads. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but all of my engagement, all of my sales, et cetera, have come from organic um, engagement. So I, it's definitely possible to get that. It's definitely possible to, like, get sales, you know, ads to just be, you know, kind of like a icing on top type of thing. It shouldn't be, like, your sole um, strategy when right. it comes to getting in front of the people that you want. Mm. A question I have for you is, what do you think about using those um, sites or platforms that build that grow your social media for you as far as like um, following different people and commenting on stuff and Mm. doing things of that nature. Oh, that works perfectly. That's how I talked about this um, probably like a month ago. That's how I was able to get 400 followers in four days. I did an experiment. Um, So because of a bigger account found my content through a hashtag, they posted me on their page and I got like 400 followers in four Mm -hmm. days. Wow. Um, but I definitely think that's a good strategy. Um, so I always tell people when growing their following to focus on this, to go to bigger accounts that fit within your niche. So for instance, for me, like Boss Lady Mindset, She Not Wins, Girl CEO, etc., and look at their content and whatever it is, you know, the topic or content that they are talking about, add some value. Show people that you're an expert, um, add your two cents, interact with people who are there, follow a few people, comment on their stuff, and you'll get engagement almost immediately back. Um, And this is a great, um, you know, tactic. Somebody told me that they commented on someone's bigger page, and they got like a thousand profile views in like a day or something Mm -hmm. like that because of their content. So this is definitely um, a good tactic to use when it comes to growing your following, getting, you know, more people, more traction on your page. I think for me right now, I'm not really focused on growing my following any bigger than it is. Obviously, with my tactics, it's going to grow just because, like, I'm putting out good information. But Mm -hmm. I'm really focusing on honing in and building, like, the relationships with the people that are already following me and um, building off that. So I'm not really doing those, like, growth strategies as much anymore because, like I said, when it comes to Instagram, I'm I'm really focused on, like, people who are already there. I feel like when we have our platform, sometimes we focus too much on, like, getting more followers, getting more followers, and we kind of forget about the followers who are already there and, like, interacting with their stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at when it comes to my Instagram page. Um, I'm really focusing on, you know, growing, you know, relationships with the people that already follow me. But mm-hmm. for people who are continually trying to grow their following, definitely commenting on those bigger pages. Like, I always tell people, why do you think celebrities comment on the shade room? Because thousands of people... Are go straight to the comments like yeah. literally that's the only reason why like people people like well why are you taking the time to come on the shame room duh like <laughs> millions of people are going to see the comment like that's the first thing they go to 
Exactly. Like, it's easy. Like, you're literally just using someone else's platform to get more followers. Like, yeah. I remember I commented on Gary B's something that he posted. And this is kind of why, depending on what platform it is, because people will be trying to come at you sideways about certain things. <laughs> I commented uh, on one of his posts, and I got, like, 15, 20 different followers. So it's definitely a technique that I would highly suggest people to use if they're trying to grow your following. Okay. Right, and that, that, that's that's powerful info right there. And my my last question I want to ask you is, when we ask all our guests is, do you feel uh, as if you have a, 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 what's the word I always use? Calling? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't say calling. I say uh, as uh, damn. I, What's my, the word? Uh, my mind just went like a purpose. No, not, not a purpose. Uh, uh, not duty, but like a. Like, <laughs> man, I can't believe my mind just went blank like that. But like, like, pretty much. Do you feel like you have to obligation? You know, uh, obligation. Yeah, that's what I always say. Man, I'm tripping right now. I don't know what's going on. But do you feel like you have? A, <laughs> Do you feel like you have an obligation to give back to your community? And I'm not just talking about monetary. I'm talking about, like, just information, uh, time, all that. Do you feel like you have an obligation to do those things? Because you, you, you do give back. You give, you give back a lot of information. You don't have to do that. So do you feel like you're mm-hmm. obligated to do those things? Um. But I feel like it's aligned with my purpose. Mm. Um, everybody has had somebody to help them or give them information. Right. So I was always taught growing up, once you get to a space, you should always reach back. And like you said, it doesn't have to be monetary. It could be time. It could be information. Um, so it's not necessarily I feel obligated, but I feel like it aligns with my purpose and just me being a good person in general. Right, right. And what, what that means to me. So I'm going to consistently, like, give out valuable information, answer questions, et cetera. Now, granted, I do have a business and I got bills to pay. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to let people take advantage of me. You know, I'm still going to hit you with the, here's the consultation fee. <laughs> this is the service fee, X, Y, and Z. But I'm not afraid to give out valuable information. I'm not afraid to um, give out tips because I'm sh- there's plenty of people who given me information that they probably should have charged for or given me their time when they didn't have to. So I definitely feel like, you know, you should do the same, like helping out people. You're going to know who's genuine and who's just kind of fishing for free stuff or who's people who really, you know, want to learn more about what you do. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think it's important to get back. You People say this all the time, you know, I can give you the playbook. I can give you the information but you're not going to have me. I'm the secret sauce at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so keep that in mind. But I definitely <laughs> think that you should, you know, I don't, yeah. really, I don't know if I'm necessarily giving back, but I definitely think reaching back is super important, especially mm-hmm. being a black business owner and, yep. you know, the trials and tribulations I had and giving valuable information, et cetera. Now, what I don't like, is when people randomly DM me for money. That right. is something oh, yeah. that That's I that right there. hate so much, especially, mm. and it's always people who don't even follow you or who've never interacted with you, right. never spoken to you. Right. Like, they'll be like, hey, I'm looking for, you know, can you, and not even like, and they don't even have a go me fund. Like, it's just, right. <laughs> they'll just be like, hey, can I have like X, Y, and Z or you know, can you be an angel investor? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, angel investor? Like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not how, you 
you know, you go about it. So that's one thing I, I like really, really, really don't like is, you know, I'd rather somebody tell me about their business and I buy something from them rather than just like having their hand out for money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one thing, like just really, you know, one of my pet peeves, but I definitely think either way you can't give back. Like, you know, granted, maybe if I was on a, you know, Megan the Stallion level, making coins like that, I'd be able to, you know, hand out money randomly. Or I know, like, Nicki Minaj does that with, like, her scholarships and stuff like that. Like, granted, you know, I'm not in that position, but they are. So if you're in a position to do that, great. But I feel like there's other ways to, you know, reach back and help people. Mm-hmm. I, I agree a thousand percent with that. And that's that's also my pet peeve. You just, you just, struck, you just <laughs> struck a nerve real quick. I hate... Somebody just DM me yesterday asking for money. That's my that's <laughs> that's really my pet peeve right there. But uh you you have any more questions? I got one last question for you. It's a quick one. Um, I see a lot of people operating off their personal pages, so I just want to get your opinion on um do you think people should use a business page rather than personal personal page and what are some of the benefits to using a business page, specifically like on Instagram? So I think that everybody should switch to a business page so you'll be able to get all the insights you want. Um, I do see the benefits in having, uh, how could I put this? Okay, I think that every business owner should develop a personal brand. I feel like that's super important Mm -hmm. and not just for your business because they say people buy people, not products. So I'm more likely going to buy something for you if I know you rather than just a random company looking at like, Super Scent, for instance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she, not people bought from her because of who she is, you know what I'm saying? Not just because of that company. So I definitely think everybody should build a personal brand and put you in situations to be known as an expert in your field, to get speaking engagements, and just a bunch of opportunities. So I definitely think that no matter what, you should build a personal brand. But I do see the benefits in having a page for your business as well because people are going to want to check your receipts. And mm-hmm. your business page, your Instagram is basically the segue to your website. You know what I mean? So that's why I created a separate page for my consulting company because, yes, I do post about my clients on my personal page, but my personal page is also about my personal brand, about being an entrepreneur, about being an influencer and public speaker. So I'm not going to be posting my clients all day on my page. You know, I... It's my page. Mm-hmm. Um, so I created my ANF Consulting Instagram page. So if people want to look to see who I'm working with, what I'm doing, and my latest accomplishments in my business, they can go there and look. That's right. like the sole purpose of that page. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think it's important to have both. Um, like I said, to build a personal brand, also for people to be able to see who it is that you're working with um, and you know what your business is doing. Mm. Okay, that's a, that's powerful. That's powerful. And before, but before we let you go, do you mind giving out uh, all your uh, info so the people that hear this and they want to reach out to you, connect or whatever, buy products from you? Where can they find you? Okay, yeah. So of course, you know, you guys can follow me on Instagram. It's I am Ashley A S H L E Y Nicole N I C O L E E with two E's. You can follow me on Instagram. From that handle, and then you can follow me on Twitter, I, the letter M, Ashley with two Y's, and then Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, which is one E. Somebody has my handle on there, <laughs> so I can't, uh, <laughs> and then you, you, can find, you can find me on Facebook, Ashley France. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Ashley France. 
You can um, purchase my digital products by clicking the link in my bios for any of my social media handles. Um, you can follow my consulting company on Instagram, A&F Consulting. You can follow the DP Academy underscore the DP Academy. Um, I have a website uh, as well, anfconsultants.com. My personal website, I am Ashley Nicole with two E's.com. Um, but again, all those links are in my bios and on my social media. Great, great. The, appreciate the information. And before, before we let you go, we just want to say we thank you. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate you taking time out your day to come on the show and uh, mess with us for a minute and give some good, valuable game. We definitely appreciate it. And if you ever need some, feel free. So you, you got my number, so feel free to reach out whenever, whatever you need, support, promo, anything. Feel free to hit us up, and we definitely got you. We support you, you, whatever you need. We just want to say thank you. But, no, thank you guys for so much for even, you know, thinking of me and, you know, allowing me on your platform. I definitely don't take that lightly, so I appreciate you guys, you know, allowing me to come on here and talk about what I do and give valuable information and continue to keep this up. Like, this is what we need, like, platforms and places where people, you know, especially black-owned businesses are able to get information. So thank you guys for allowing me to come on here. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. And wrapping up, for the people who don't know, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Xavier C. Miller, uh, Facebook, Xavier Miller, and Deanna, she's going to give you her info as well. And you can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent or Kent Real Estate. And you can find me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent. And if you haven't already um, subscribed to the Millionaire Mindsets Daily Tech subscription, you can do so by texting at M Mindsets A1010. Again, that is the at sign M Mindsets A1010. And, and, and you can also follow. The Millionaire Mindsets Podcast Instagram at Millionaire at Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. And last but not least, if you're interested in learning how to invest in real estate, feel free to book a complimentary consultation with us at www.parkhillconsultingservices.com. And that's all we got for y'all. See y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk because you're too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way.